Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, friends, and welcome to a new episode of the Chasing Wonderment podcast. So, I have a little bit of a surprise for you. I was planning on doing another mindset shift as the ending of our mindset series that we have been on. And while I was looking at my notes, I realized that it was basically the same thing as a previous mindset episode. So kind of made me think, okay, probably that's my sign that I've said all I need to say on it for now. And I will just move on. We will move on to the next thing that maybe we should talk about feels a little disjointed, but y'all, I'm tired. Okay, so today I came home and instead of resting like I should have, I watched a movie and now I am filled with regret (laughs) because I'm tired and I should have taken a nap, but I didn't give myself that um, joy and grace and permission. Um, So... I'm full of regret and, you know, sometimes we plan on living intentionally, but um, it just doesn't always work out and nobody's perfect and no day is perfect. But anyway, it's been a really good day over here. I hope that you are having a great day. I hope you're having a great start to your week and I cannot wait to get into today's episode because I am so insanely, insanely passionate about this. Should I say insanely one more time? How many times can I say that word in one episode? (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. Guys, you signed up for this. I mean, this this is raw and real and this is just who I am. So, all right. Welcome to the next episode in the Chasing Wonderment podcast. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a series or not. Um, We're going to be talking, I think, over the next month about what it looks like to move into a new year, how you can do that intentionally. Um, And I'm going to share some helpful tools that I have found um, that are really, really helpful for me in preparing for the new year. And today, one of the things that I really want to dive into, the main thing that I want to dive into is doing a review. Now, I do a short version of the review that I do at the end of every year. I do a shorter version at the end of every month. And hopefully by the end of this, you'll understand why reviewing is important. And um, if that's something that you would love support on, like I'm over here. I would love to chat with you about it. So what I want to talk about is why you should be doing a year-end review. And honestly, I think that most people I think would do very well and would see a lot of benefits from doing this at the end of every month, but I do a much more in-depth version at the end of every year because there are reasons why this process is so helpful. So the first thing that you need to know is the way that your brain works. 
Our brains are hardwired to keep us safe. That is that fear center of our brain. It is just desperately trying to keep us safe. And that fear center, your amygdala, cannot tell the difference between perceived fear and actual fear. So what happens is when something goes wrong in your life, your brain is like, oop, we got chased by a bear, so we were never going to do that again. Even if you just made a mistake and didn't like wash your laundry on the day that you said you were going to wash your laundry on. So then your brain will tell you, you know, well, we'll just never wash our laundry again. No, (laughs) hopefully it doesn't do that. Um, But your brain is, is wired to try to keep you safe. And because it can't tell the difference between a real fear and a fake fear, what happens is you have a very hard time remembering what good things actually happened. So I don't know about you, but I have most definitely gotten to the end of a year and thought, ugh, like I did nothing that I wanted to do. Like I did nothing good. Everything was awful. I wasted so much time. You can, I mean, the list of ways that you can berate and belittle yourself go on and on and on. But I'm sure that you have probably been there before. You might have found yourself doing that at the end of a week, at the end of your month. That is the fear center of your brain trying to remind you of everything bad, everything that went wrong, so that you don't repeat those same mistakes again. It's trying to help, but like it goes totally overboard. So one of the reasons that I think you should do a year-end review is because you have to remind your brain of all the good stuff. Because your brain is desperately trying to remind you of all the bad stuff, again, because it's trying to keep you safe, it's trying to help you not make the same mistakes over and over again, you need to work on reminding yourself of the good. Studies show that you are actually in charge of approximately 40% of your own happiness, which means that there is a fairly large percentage of our life that we can actively choose the good. We can actively choose to focus on the good things. So doing a review at the end of the year is a really good way to remind your brain of everything that you've learned, of everything you've survived, of all the reasons that you have to be thankful and grateful. And trust me, if you do this process, I promise you, you will be shocked at how much you actually accomplished because nine times out of 10, we're not giving ourselves credit for everything that we've accomplished. Because again, we're so focused on everything that went wrong that it's very hard to remember all that went right. So the first thing you need to do that that happens when you do a year-end review is that you remind your brain of the good stuff. And the next thing that you need to do during a year-end review is to let go of all the crappy stuff. Like, seriously, this is my absolute favorite thing to do. Friend, if you don't make space and time to let go of all the stuff you've been through, all the things you've held, all the struggles you've had, all the hard times and the people that annoyed you and the experiences you wish you hadn't experienced, you're going to carry it with you. You're going to carry it with you into the next year and the next year and the next year. You're going to continue to hold those fears and the lies and those limiting beliefs and mindsets that have held you back. 
And I want you to live intentionally. I want you to enjoy every moment and live your life with purpose. So why not sit down and get intentional about letting go of all the ich that you've experienced from the past year? It's time during this year-end review. It is a great time to name the things that you hated, the things you struggled with, the things you hated about yourself or were just generally awful from the past year and then just let it go. And if you're singing the Elsa song, I've done my job. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, One of my favorite things to do in letting go and um, just – just reviewing all of that ick that we didn't like and um, that I really struggled with is to turn that ugly into something beautiful. Um, And it is a process that I have done for a few years now where I will take um, all of those things and I will write them in such a way that I can draw over them and then turn it into a piece of art. So the first year that I did it, I used watercolor pencils, which you can write with and then add water and they they blur. And I made like this blurry, um, just kind of blotchy paint colored background. And then I wrote kind of like a journal entry on top of it of what I want to bring with me into the new year. Um, so that was kind of the first time that I created something out of the stuff that I didn't love and it was really really satisfying so the next year I did a actual more art style piece where I turned all the things that I didn't love into trees and I put a road running through the middle looking like it's heading off in the distance um and then lettered the words moving on that's probably my favorite. Um, last year, I did one. I wrote a Dear John letter to 2020, which felt very fitting because it was time to break up with 2020. 2020 and 2019, as we all know, have been really rough years. And so I wrote 2020 a Dear John letter, and then I had a lot of fun with it. I blacked out all the stuff that I didn't want other people to read because I save my bullet journals, and those are very private things. Um, so I blacked everything out. Like you see in the movies <laughs> when they get the the files that, you know, have all the black lines on them. And um, I just had a lot of fun with it. So this is a process that I just let myself go crazy with. Let myself be artistic and be fun and get all of those yucky feelings out and yucky experiences out. And then turning it into something beautiful is so satisfying. And... Um, it, I don't know. It just feels, it feels really good. I don't know how else to describe it, but it feels really good. I believe that everything that we go through is for a reason. And no, it's not always fun, but I do believe that it can be used and it can be used for our good and it can be turned around and um, good can come out of it. So it feels good to look at it on paper and then literally make it mean something different. Make it mean something beautiful. So point number two is to let go of all the crappy stuff. And then the next thing that I need you to do is celebrate. Oh my goodness. We miss this so much. I think in our daily lives, we have a tendency to miss the fact that 
life is good. And there are good moments even when we're struggling, even when we are wrestling with everything. There is still good to be seen in the world. And um, there's still good to be seen in all of those things that we accomplish. So sometimes we rush past our accomplishments and we dwell on all those bad things and we forget to celebrate how far we've come and um, what we're proud of ourselves for doing, the things that we've survived, the things that we've been through and made it through the other side, the lessons we've learned. So celebrating in however that looks like for you, maybe it's popping some bubbly, maybe it's soaking in the tub after you do a year-end review, maybe it's giving yourself time and space to go hang out with friends. I don't know what that looks like for you, but um, finding giving yourself space to celebrate is so incredibly, incredibly important when it comes to just getting ready to get ready for a new year. I mean, I, I said getting ready twice. Oops. <laughs> um, one of the things that I do in my year-end review is I ask myself the same question in multiple different ways. So I'll say, what am I celebrating? I'll say, what am I proud of for the past year? What did I accomplish? I'm essentially writing down the same answers, but that is helping it solidify in my brain. And that helps your brain register, oh yeah, we did do really hard things this year and we came through the other side. We did that really awesome project and wow, look how far we've come. So re um, asking yourself the same question, kind of reigniting that creative muscle in your brain of like, okay, what am I proud of? What did I accomplish? What am I celebrating? Multiple questions that have the same idea can really help solidify that whole reminding your brain of all the things you need to be reminded about. That, mm, that's where the gold is. And then finally, after you are done with all the reviewing process, oh, girl, I want you to get excited. I really, really hope you get excited because the best part, my favorite part, is coming up next. And that is vision casting. And man, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> I love vision casting so much. It lights me up. It brings me so much joy. I love to watch other women walk through that process. And I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about it next week in the podcast episode. So before you head out today, I wanted to offer you a few resources that might help you in this review process. Number one, if you would like to try this process for yourself, you can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash shop and look for the PDF journaling prompts listing. It is $12 and it has all of the journaling prompts that I use for end of month reviews. It's a mini version of my year end review. Um, it's a really great place to start, especially if you're not sure what you think about it or um, you're just not sure what you're doing. Um, it can be very helpful. And again, they're guided. So I'm not just like here, do a year end review without any um, any direction or guidance. So there are literal specific questions that you can answer. I use these journaling prompts at the end of every single month. And let me tell you, they have been a game changer when it comes to living intentionally. 
If you would like a little bit more support, then I would love for you to join me for the end of month intention setting. At the end of every single month, I have a workshop that I host on Zoom. And basically, it's a bunch of girls getting together and we chat about our intentions. We do the guided journaling prompts together as a group. Um, And then we can talk about kind of our goals or what we've seen or anything we've noticed if we feel like sharing. Um, It's just a really nice way to get intentional and to do that year-end review but not feel like you're doing it completely on your own, especially if you're new to journaling. And then the last thing is if you want some truly guided support is that I am getting ready to launch the new coaching, group coaching course for 2022. So starting in January, early January, I will be hosting a six-week series on group of group coaching. So basically we go through everything that I do to live intentionally and all the processes that I've learned that have really helped me to get more intentional. Um, So the first week is exactly this process. It is going to be a year-end review and this one is like the big one. Um, Because we're getting ready to prepare for 2022, um, I will lead everyone through a much more in depth review of how our whole year went. Um, I do group coaching four times a year. So every quarter we do a new round of group coaching. Um, But this one is like the mother load. If you have ever been interested in learning how to live more intentionally, in figuring out how to take those ideas, that vision that you have for your life. Maybe you have a vague idea or you don't, um, but you know that you want to change your life, you want something different, then I would love to have you join me for group coaching. It is really, really fun. It's really good. It's very flexible um, and we have a lot of fun in it. So I really hope you'll join me. If you have any questions about any of the things I mentioned, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment, or you can send me an email to kate at chasingwonderment.com. Just so you know, I will also link the PDF prompts that I mentioned, um, the $12 ones, in the show notes below this podcast episode. So if you are interested in getting those, then you can just scroll down a little bit and you should be able to see the link right there. Friends, thank you so much for letting me Fill your ears again for one more week, and I am so grateful for you. I hope that you have an amazing, amazing week, and friend, keep chasing wonderment. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it, and I would love to get to know you.